Welcome to the English Language Institute of Singapore's podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Ong. Here with me is Dr. Tay Mayin, Principal Master Teacher. Hi, Mayin. Hi, Victoria. Mayin has been a teacher, head of department, curriculum specialist, administrator, and language educator, and is presently a teacher leader. Mayin, you have been involved in the development of the English language syllabuses over the decades. Multiliteracies is one of the three pedagogical emphases in ELS 2020. Why do you think this matters to our students? First, Victoria, let me outline what multiliteracies refers to. Multiliteracies is an expanded notion of literacy involving linguistic, cognitive, social, cultural, and developmental dimensions, as is stated in the English Language Syllabus 2020. Now to your question, why multiliteracies matters to our students? Because students who are multiliterate are able to identify, interpret, create, and communicate meaning across a variety of visual, oral, audio, gestural, tactile, spatial, musical, and alphabetical forms of communication. In our technology-filled environment, it is no longer enough for our students to be literate, that is, to be able to read and write well only. Our students also need to know how to interact in a variety of electronic media. In short, meaning is now made in multimodal ways. So our students must be not just literate, but multiliterate too. You have given your perspective on why multiliteracies matters to our students. Why do you think it matters to teachers of English language? I would say that multiliteracies matters to us as teachers of English language because, first, it is definitely no longer enough for us to privilege only alphabetical representations. That is, the words we use to communicate. We ought to embrace a more expansive view of literacy and constantly redefine for ourselves what it means for our students to be literate and what literacy development means in our practice of teaching English language. I would also add that multiliteracies is important for the literacy development of all our students from the primary through to the secondary and pre-university years. We must, as teachers of English language, give our students ample opportunities through creating multimodal texts to communicate, build relationships and voice their views. How do you think we as teachers of English language, can enable our students to become multiliterate. I think we must teach our students the skills of identifying and analyzing how the semiotic features of multimodal texts work together to make meaning. We must demonstrate to our students how to apply their understanding to create texts that suit purpose, audience, context, and culture. PACC for short. 
I'm sure you're familiar with that, Victoria. Yes, I am. (laughs) In addition, we must teach our students to grow in multicultural awareness so that they are sensitive to the way language use varies according to PACC. The literature on multiliteracies in classroom application and multiliteracies pedagogy by the New London Group, published in 1996, points to four important considerations that we teachers of English language should have awareness and understanding of. Oh, tell us more about the four considerations. The first consideration, the importance of explicit instruction. In order to scaffold the learning of our students, as well as to develop in them the relevant meta-language they need. I'll give an example. When we teach listening and viewing, in particular, the learner strategy of how to draw on prior knowledge and contextual clues in the form of semiotic modes which convey meaning. Now, we must explicitly teach our students the meta-language of linguistic, visual, gestural, audio, and spatial cues. This will help them build for themselves the learner strategies of being conscious about color, still and moving images, and variation in font when using visual cues. Instructing explicitly is itself one of the processes of English language teaching and learning. In the English language syllabus 2020, the processes are referred to as accolade for short. And I'm sure you're familiar with that too. Yeah. The importance of instructing explicitly is underpinned by the principle of process orientation, which is one of the principles of English language teaching and learning. In the English language syllabus 2020, the principles are referred to as CLIPS for short. Now on to the second consideration, situated practice, which means the experience of making meaning in specific contexts. Here is an example. When we teach speaking and representing, in particular, the skills of articulating and representing ideas in real time. For example, in the course of conversations, discussions, and debates, we must guide our students to understand the influence that P-A-C-C has on the meaning that they are constructing and that meaning-making is unique to particular audiences and their contexts as well as their cultures. The third consideration is critical framing. Now, what does critical framing mean? It means making sense of the explicit instruction from the teacher and the experience of making meaning in specific contexts. Our goal as teachers of English language should be to enable our students as meaning makers to become designers and creators 
of redesigned texts through a process of critical reflection. Here's an example I'll give. When we teach reading and viewing, we must teach our students to examine how writers use different semiotic modes to achieve a variety of purposes. More specifically, we must demonstrate to our students how to recognize the linguistic features. Here I mean language features and organizational structures, as well as non-linguistic features. And here I mean the still and moving images, color, font, right? And together, both linguistic and non-linguistic features, they work together to communicate meaning. By doing so, our students have mentor texts that they can learn from. In turn, they will learn how to generate, select, and organize their ideas for writing and representing by themselves considering how they can make use of various semiotic modes to create texts which convey their intended message. The fourth, and I would think the most important consideration, is that teachers must be effective designers of learning processes and environments in English language classrooms and not as sages on stages. We have the critical roles of, firstly, designing authentic tasks that focus on purposeful use of language and or semiotic modes by our students to suit PACC. Secondly, we as teachers of English language have the role of designing tasks that allow students to make use of what they've learned about the way semiotic modes are used in multimodal texts. Thirdly, yet another critical role for us as teachers of English language is to use digital network sources and texts from websites and social media as part of resources for classroom use. It seems to me that making our students multiliterate is no mean feat for us teachers of English language. What do you think are the competencies we need to build? I agree with you, Victoria, wholeheartedly. Now, as with literacy development, multiliteracy development in our students requires us as teachers of English language to be teacher professionals. As teacher professionals, we aim to continuously hone our pedagogical practices by strengthening our knowledge bases. The knowledge bases we should build on, on an ongoing basis, are the following. First, our knowledge of our learners. Second, our knowledge of subject content, SEK for short, for teaching English language in particular. Third, our knowledge of pedagogy, PK for short. This includes our knowledge of assessment, as well as the use of technology as an enabler. The interplay of SEK and PK 
which is referred to as pedagogical content knowledge, or PCK for short, is the fourth area of knowledge bases we should continuously enhance. In addition, the fifth area of knowledge bases we should build is our knowledge of curriculum. And this includes the English Language Syllabus 2020. Six, our knowledge of the educational context that we are in. In particular, the context of the use of English in Singapore. As teachers of English language, we should always be open to the exciting opportunities we have to be remakers and transformers. This means that we must perpetually be examining our current practices in order that our students are always at the heart of all our decision-making in the teaching, learning and assessment of English language. Thank you, Mayin, for your insights today. That's the end of this podcast. For this episode's show notes, do visit our podcast website at go.gov.sg forward slash E-L-I-S podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.